Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. I'm Jamie Weidel, travel agent and owner of Pineapple Escapes, and you're listening to the Travel Tidbits podcast. Today, we have a special guest with us, my son, Bo. And Bo and I were able to go on a mother-son trip in July to California. And we explored Universal Studios Hollywood, Disney California Adventure, and Disneyland. It was a really fun trip. It was really nice. Bo is 13. And he has 11-year-old twin sisters who are almost 12. So my kids are really close in age. And getting that one-on-one time just isn't really something that happens a lot for us. So having five days in California with just Bo was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed exploring the parks. And he was a trooper exploring the different resorts that I wanted to look at and different things for my clients as well. But it was a really fun trip. And we had a lot of fun. Bo, anything you want to share there? Yeah, it was awesome. I got to eat (laughs) a lot. (laughs) He, he did he did get to eat I, a lot. I may have gained. <laughs> he may have gained. So he's he's a growing boy, but I think one of his favorite parts was I didn't say no. So if he said, I'm hungry, I need a snack, I said, okay, what do you want? Because with only one kid, that's pretty easy to do. So I think that was probably his favorite part. What do you think? Most definitely. Most definitely. So today we're going to focus on our top five attractions at Disneyland. For the most part, we are focusing on things that we found different at Disneyland, but a couple of these overlap with what you would find at Walt Disney World. Some of them just are kind of a little bit different, which we found interesting. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. So our number five is actually the train. So The train at Walt Disney World has been down the last few years as they've been working on the construction for Tron. So we haven't been on the train at Walt Disney World in a few years, but the train at Disneyland is a little bit different. Bo, you want to talk about that? So as you go past Splash Mountain, there's the ferry under and it starts at the front and there's Frontierland Station, which is right next to Adventureland, Louisiana Square, or New Orleans Square. New Orleans Square. And then it goes to Toontown. We didn't really do anything in Toontown because Fantasyland wasn't our cup of tea, really. But after you go through Fantasyland, there's Tomorrowland. Then there's a dinosaur diorama. It's a massive room where they just said, hey, let's fill up some space. (laughs) And dinosaur animatronics. Why not? I thought that was really neat. Like, I just wasn't expecting it. Like, I'm sure we rode the train when we went to Disneyland with you last time. I don't think I went when Daddy and I went by ourselves. But I'm sure we rode that before, but I didn't remember that. So that was kind of a surprise, I thought. But the train was really nice. We did it mid-afternoon, so it was kind of a nice break to sit down for a little bit in the heat of the day and take a break. But I was really surprised by the dinosaur area. That was something I I hadn't remembered from previous trips. And I I thought it was neat. I do miss the train at Walt Disney World too. So I'm anxious for that to come back once Tron construction is completed. But I would definitely say take the time to ride the train at Disneyland. Especially if you have little ones, I think they would really appreciate the dinosaur area. What do you think? 
I think they would. Most <laughs> certainly. <laughs> most certainly. So Bo mentioned that we weren't really, we didn't really do much in Fantasyland. Bo's 13, so, you know, writing It's a Small World isn't really his big thing. We did do a few things in Fantasyland, which we'll touch on a little bit later. But I have done all of that previously, and we did it all when Bo was smaller at Disneyland. And it is similar but different to Walt Disney World. So if you're considering a Disneyland trip, that's something to keep in mind, is the similarities and differences between the parks. And that's definitely something that one of our agents can help you kind of work through and figure out. So our number four attraction is the Jungle Cruise. Bo, you want to talk about that one? Jungle Cruise is just a classic. Classic. <laughs> it's just a classic. Just going through the river in a desert. It's, even though it's not a desert, it's a jungle. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> it was really neat. And so we had watched, what was the show that we watched about the Jungle Cruise? What was that called? It's on Disney Plus and it talks about like... Um, behind the Attraction. Behind the Attraction. And that was really neat because the very first episode goes through the Jungle Cruise and how it was made and, you know, how Walt decided to do this and like the whole process. So that was really interesting. And they recently rethemed the Jungle Cruise because the movie The Jungle Cruise is coming out. It was actually just two or three days after we were there that The Rock was there to promote the movie right there where we were. So that was kind of interesting too. But they made a few minor changes to Jungle Cruise since we had been on it the last time. And it was fun. I mean, that's just such a classic and worth it, no matter if you're at Walt Disney World or Disneyland, I think. And usually pretty funny. Our skipper, we were the first boat, of, like the third boat of the day, I think. They were not funny. <laughs> we didn't have the best skipper at Disneyland this time, but a lot of times we end up with really good skippers. And I think that definitely makes the attraction. So our third top would be the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. So this one is one that I know that I had ridden before, but I didn't remember until I was on it. Like I couldn't remember what it was like. And then once we were on it, I'm like, oh, I got it now. It's a lot like Dinosaur in Animal Kingdom. Except a much longer queue. Yes, the queue is very well themed and a nice job. And this is probably the most popular attraction at Disneyland right now. So that was the second ride we did of the day. And just because we wanted to avoid the lines, we were there early to try to, you know, avoid some of the long lines later in the day. Bo, what were your thoughts on Indiana Jones? What was your overall reaction? That was, I think, your first time on it. It was definitely very akin to dinosaur. Just no dinosaurs. Weren't you like helping Indiana Jones escape with the totem? It's the thing with the giant rubber ball. Yeah. That's the one that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah. the stunt show. I don't remember the movie. Yes. Probably because I've never watched the movie. Well, and because you've seen the Indiana Jones show at Hollywood Studios numerous times. But I, I think that that's one of the interesting things about going to Disneyland, especially when you're a big Walt Disney World person, is these comparisons. So it does have some of the same theming, some of the same feel as the show at Walt Disney World. And then it takes like basically the ride pieces from Dinosaur at Animal Kingdom and puts it together. We also rode the Indiana Jones roller coaster at Disneyland Paris, which is a whole other, we should do a podcast on that at some point. But 
So there's all these different Indiana Jones experiences. And I, I think that it just makes it interesting to kind of add that up. But Indiana Jones is definitely a not to be missed at Disneyland if you are going to Disneyland. Our number two is the Matterhorn. So this one was the one that I said, if we do nothing else today, we have to ride the Matterhorn. Because the last two times I've been at Disneyland, the Matterhorn was not operating for whatever reason. So that was the one that I was like, I have to get on the Matterhorn. <laughs> you mean Matterhorn bobsled? <laughs> yes, that one. So what do you think of this one, Bo? What did it remind you of? Well, we'll get to Space Mountain in a second. But it's like an older Space Mountain in Switzerland in California. <laughs> I thought it had a little bit of like a Yeti vibe, like uh, Expedition Everest. It's like what they were basing Expedition Everest on. Yes. I So Expedition Everest, it has some of those same feels. I mean, obviously, it's an older attraction. So, I mean, it's bumpy. It's not as smooth as it could be. But we were still very comfortable. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Space Mountain at Walt Disney World, too. With the carts, especially, it's the three-seater carts, which is why I'm saying Space Mountain. They've redone Space Mountain, and it's a lot better here, but it's been. So Matterhorn just, it definitely gives you Space Mountain vibes, except it's out in the open. Yeah, I would say Space Mountain slash Expedition Everest, set in Switzerland, on a mountain. <laughs> Bobsleds. Bobsleds, yes. So that one's also a must-do, I think, if you're going to Disneyland to have that experience. And then I think our favorite ride in general, I really like Splash Mountain too, but I think our favorite ride as a family has always been Space Mountain. And we've done Space Mountain at Walt Disney World. We've done Space Mountain at Disneyland Paris, which we also love. And then Space Mountain here at Disneyland. And the big difference at Disneyland is the carts seat two together instead of three in a row like they are at Walt Disney World. And I felt like the Space Mountain at Disneyland was much smoother, a much easier ride, much more comfortable. Your thoughts, Bo? The two-seater, it's still the same three length. But just the ride cart, I think they redid it when they put Rock and Roller Coaster, or what is it called, in Hollywood Studios. I think they redeemed that at the same time because the carts are the same. Oh, are they? I didn't notice that. I think they're almost the same. Okay. And, or at least like split in half or something. Yeah. But it very much reminded me of Rock and Roller Coaster, just not as, I don't know. Without that first part where you zoom. Where you go and, I don't know if there's a loop the loop or what, but it's 10 times better than the one at Disney World. Yeah, I, I agree. I, it was a lot smoother ride than Disney World. I just liked it better. And I think that was probably our top ride of the day when we were there. We liked the other rides. It was fun to kind of see the differences and think about like even like the way that it's structured, like my brain automatically goes to the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World map. And so even like we were walking to Big Thunder and I'm like, it's not this way. It's a different way here. Like I had forgotten that it's like kind of set off in front at Disneyland. So it's interesting for someone who is so into Walt Disney World, kind of have to reshift, you know, the placement of some different things. And, and there's some different restaurants, different snacks, some things are rethemed. So it's it's definitely a different experience, but one that's worth it. But let's talk about some of the snacks we had. So my favorite part of what we ate that day 
was the mint julep. We ate lunch at Cafe Orleans and we both had the Monte Cristo, but the mint julep was amazing. Like I could drink that every day. So what snacks did you like from our day? I personally really like the raspberry rose macaroon. I don't know where you got that. The Jolly Holly Holiday Bakery. Gosh. It's in the same location as Crystal Palace at um, Walt Disney World. Gosh. Yeah, the, the raspberries were really good. It was really delicious. We also got the Matterhorn macaroon, um, which is like a coconut macaroon. It was really good as well. Very dense. Yeah, very dense, but it was delicious. We also had treats from Pooh Corner. Bo had a peanut butter rice crispy treat. And then I really wanted a Tigger Tail, but they didn't have any in. So I had a pineapple Tigger Tail, pineapple wand instead. And it was delicious. And yes, obviously I went for pineapple if since there weren't any tiger tails but that was really good a really nice treat lots of great treats lots of great food in disneyland so that was a lot of fun we do want to kind of give a honorable mention to galaxy's edge it is the same basically as hollywood studios in orlando so we didn't really want to go into that too much here but the galaxy's edge in california is in the disneyland park So you're going to find Rise of the Resistance, Smuggler's Run, Star Tours. All of those attractions are also at Disneyland, but we didn't want to focus too much on those for our podcast today. Anything else that we want to touch on, Bo? Just with Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain is also very different. Splash Mountain in Walt Disney World is a two-seater, and this is a one-seater, one-row log. And your feet get wet. (laughs) Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, we were pretty wet after our I mean, we like we always like Splash Mountain. That's one of my favorites. But we were very wet after this one. So that's something to keep in mind too, and structure that around your day for when you're ready to get wet. So overall, though, we had a great day at Disneyland, we saw and did a lot of different things. And it was really fun to kind of compare and contrast how it compares to Walt Disney World and the different attractions there. But we hope you've enjoyed hearing about our top five attractions at Disneyland. And we would love to help you plan a perfect trip to Disneyland and talk to you about all that there is to do and see there. You can email us at info at Pineapple Escapes to get started and talk to all of our agents. And Bo and I will be back next week with another podcast about Disneyland in California, talking about Disney California Adventure. So anyway, have a great week. Bye, guys. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.